use your need to know Smurf and Hutch with whoever so they made the show Welcome Rugby Under 85 Competition Podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch Alright, well welcome to week 10 of 85's podcast The boys are back again uh, We've got the tripod And again, another special guest this week uh, He's played rugby across Auckland, Christchurch and Scotland He's won a Scottish Premiership He's won one Gallagher Shield in Auckland, and most importantly, he's won one Auckland Under-85 Championship. It is none other than Johnny Neary. How are we, mate? Good, how are you guys going? Good to be here. Yeah, career highlight, I assume? Yeah, one of them, for sure. It was a hell of a year. Big, big, Very fan, enjoyable. Of, big fan of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, been, especially now this year, now that I'm back in, back in the grade in some sort, of, I'm definitely keeping my ear to this to make sure that you guys are staying, on, staying online, you know? Yeah, fair enough. And um, Smurf, how's things down there? Yeah, all good, mate. Getting to the sort of uh, bottom end of our season. So, uh, clinched the semi-final spot on the weekend, so that ticked a box. Yeah, good man. And Rodders, weekend off, how do you spend it? Yeah, how are you, boys? Uh, weekend in Christchurch, actually, for me. Uh, go down and visit some mates down there. So, uh, yeah, no no footy, unfortunately, apart from... Uh, Watching a, watching a bit of the UK stuff and the uh, the Lions, um, but I miss miss the eighty five. So uh, it was interesting to see some results. So yeah, good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and on and no uh, rugby for you either, John. Nah, was- no, we had a default in the Premier Grade with uh, Odahu pulling out twenty minutes before kickoff or thirty minutes before kickoff. So we were all warmed up and ready to go. So that just left us with probably more running than we would have done the game, which was kind of shit, but. <laughs> It is what it is. Hey, so it's probably good for some of our bigger boys. They probably wouldn't have got, got some of that in the game. So, <laughs> Slightly less sore bodies on the on the Sunday morning, though. Yeah, for sure. So that's all we can... um, Are you still on the nudie run this year, John? No, nah, I got one. Oh, nice. Yeah, from zero, from going from here to zero with that sort of stuff, try scoring. So. Yeah, so we actually, I mean, we'll, we've got a few uh, questions from the listeners from our uh, fan base. Yeah. Um, if you call it that um, and one of the questions was how have you gone from top try score in the club to almost been the bottom oh, it's a good question I guess um, you know we're, we're attacking different areas this year you know maybe you know, I don't know something like that <laughs> no, no just going down the other edge I'd yeah say. just just bad timing Nate Harris has picked up a lot of a lot of probably what what I would usually he's doing quite well with a five I think yeah you're a good you're a good team man John yeah You've got a bit of pull in the team, haven't you, John? Like you come up with a few line-out moves that you end up on the on the tail end of. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. going into going into the, the knockout stages, we can ring ring some of that. Been saving them up for some for some of the big games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll score in the big ones. Nah, just any any old win, I'll be happy to. I'd rather not I'd rather score nothing and we do well. Yeah, yeah. good man. Good answer, John. Yeah, straight out the player's handbook. <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> well, credit. Has the, has, the, has the media team briefed you before this podcast? Yeah, they have, yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah, oh. Well, anyway, mate, the, the pundits are here to hear about you. What's Give us give us a bit of a, a rugby uh, spiel on yourself. I know it's, I know you've you've been all over, as we mentioned, but where did it start for you? Um, I actually, I did start playing junior. My junior footy was in varsity, but I won't really get into that. There's, there's nothing really to get into. But I played, I played at Wendell College. Uh, we didn't really have much of a rugby team. Um, but a few of us just play with some mates and then I actually did my very first season out of school was at Rifles not many people know that I played one season at Rifles because they were the only guys that came to our school and said come play at our club 
So I played one season there, then I was down in Christchurch for like four years. Um, loved it down there, met a lot of guys. I met, like, met a lot of guys that play the squids now, um, like Andy and Hako and James McKelvey, you know, all those guys. It's probably someone I'm missing out on, but um, yeah, so I loved it down there. Then, then I was a couple of years in Scotland, played um, some Premier Scottish footy over there. That was, um, that was a bit, bit of an experience. I'm sure Rodders knows what the conditions are like over there. Um, very wet, very cold, uh, very bash them up around the corner sort of stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but like, I had, yeah. a, had a hell of a time. Like, it was a great, great club and a great bunch of boys. Um, but, yeah, then, then I came back in 20, 2016. Um, and then I played the 2017 year at Varsity, basically just because Ty Rome was there. And I knew Ty from down in Christchurch. And then um, my mate Lyndon came along. And then, yeah, just got real tight with the boys. We had a great year that year. I was sort of lucky enough to be part of a team that was pretty stacked. And we managed to do the job in the final against um, Suburbs. And now it's been varsity ever since but I guess after that there was the uh, I don't know we won the final and I was sort of like well what am I going to do now and you know I had mates obviously good mates with Andy and Hicko and guys that were playing with the squids and it was a great opportunity for me to play with those guys again and I sort of started to started to shred lost about I think 90 I was like 95 or 94 at the end of the 2017 season and I actually got down to like 80 pretty comfortable 83 84 most weeks um, but yeah it was me to play with those guys again I absolutely loved my year at the squids any good shredding tips? Um, if if you're gonna do the big shred, you gotta start. You gotta start early. You can't you can't do that in, in a month at the start of the year. Shit, so 35 might be a bit too late for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you can do it. The age, I don't think matters. Are you telling me that I've got some hope, John? You <laughs> do, but apparently, I mean, people didn't people didn't tell me this at the time, but they'll tell me now that apparently I was a miserable bastard when I was shredding. I didn't really know that at the time, but they they told me I was a very angry man. But, Any um, like, give us a. Give us a, a look at your diet through the week when you're hot, trying to hold that, that weight. It would have been like I'd go to work, I'd have a black coffee. And then if I treated myself, I'd have like a piece of very extra thin Vogels with uh, some peanut butter on it. And then for lunch, I'd have tuna on toast with extra thin Vogels. And, and then for dinner, probably just chicken and, and broccoli. And that was pretty much it. For how long? A whole uh, season? Probably coming at the end of the 2017 season, probably from like uh, September, October through to basically playing. But then when I was playing, I was actually at a comfortable enough weight that I could still enjoy myself in the weekends and then just get back to it during the week. No weights then for you as well? Just just hitting the pavement? Or? Uh, no, you just you, you just kind of work out just to burn calories, whatever you can do. Like, buys and really tries. Making any, making any gains, yeah. You're just fucking, just, <laughs> just bloody shredding. But no, it was good. Um, I was, had, had a great time. You know, it was, good. It was, it was awesome to be able to play with like some of my like childhood mates as well. I got to play with Oli Bartosz, who's like one of my best mates. Never really played much rugby with him, but we got to you know, and I you know make some great friends really fair. And it was just a, it was one of the, one of the best years of rugby I've ever had. I've said that quite a few times. Honestly, just what this made me like kind of love the game. I guess you kind of enjoy it. you see it from a different angle, and it's it's, it's the best thing about rugby. I think is that you get all the best parts of rugby in rugby five. I think. Especially at a, at a, when you're playing a team with like squids that likes to play a bit of good footy as well. So it almost sounds like I've briefed you on this. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's a good answer, John. I like it. Yeah. Um, we just go. We'll go back to the the Scottish Premiership as well. How did that? How did that all come about? Because that's obviously a pretty decent level you've gone into over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we went. Um, I think we were, na we were national one, and then we got promoted to Premiership. Um, so I just, I, I think the guy, one of the guys at my club in, in University of Canterbury knew a guy over in Scotland because he knew that I was kind of like, 
I was thinking about doing something overseas. I didn't really know anything with rugby. And he was like, I'll just get in touch with this guy. And then I got in touch and they sort of, you know, they, they saw you a bit. They were like, like, the best thing is you get your accommodation paid for and you get like a bit of like a, you know, match fee or something like that. But it's nothing like, nothing amazing. But you just get the experience, really. You get to live in the city for rent free. And like, I mean, Edinburgh is a pretty awesome city, to be fair. So I lucked out there. But no, it was good fun. It was good fun. Not not tempted to stay any longer, just the year, was it? No, I, I actually buggered my shoulder in the very last game of the season when I came back. I sort of came back and then it turned out I needed surgery in 2016, yeah, which right. is kind of why I was actually supposed to go back. But then, yeah, that, that sort of put a halt on things. Was that for Edinburgh or was that for a club side in Edinburgh? No, no just uh, for Watsonians. For, sorry, a club called Watsonians. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, good, good, good club to know there. No, nothing, nothing too serious. But they, 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 I mean, they're a serious club and there's some good, good, good players around there. But I think we played with one of our coach and like one of the players was Simon Taylor, who's like a Lions player, played with Scotland. He played, he played with us. Oh, uh, Roddy, you might have heard of him. I hadn't really heard much of him. <laughs> uh, it doesn't actually ring a bell, but yeah, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> Maybe he was just telling you about Yarn. The Scottish boys, um, they, you know, they said he was something, so I was like, okay, if you say so. Yeah. Was it fairly, was it fairly decent kind of rugby sort of party culture over there, or what was the... Yeah, yeah the social side of things were pretty massive. Um, but that, that, was, that was all good fun. But the rugby, the rugby itself, the rugby itself was all good. I think it was, it was all good at the start of the season, and then when it got to shit, you could only really play one way. Yeah. Um... But I mean, nah, the social side of things was really good. Like they, we, you know, you sort of get around each other most nights on a Saturday, get into the head into the town, and yeah, you know, you're a bit younger there, you know. So yeah, good <laughs> good shapes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I bet I, there's some good stories from there. Oh, Lee. Yeah, we'll take them too, offline. Too too many to tell. I can imagine. We'll take them offline. We'll take them offline. Yeah. 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 I think she wrote this at the end of the our uh, very rough agenda, John. But obviously you've. Uh, you played a lot of different levels of rugby. What what, what keeps you coming back? Because I mean, obviously, you, you know, you maybe you start off and you want to see how far you can go, but now you've sort of played a variety of different I guess, levels and in a lot of different places. What keeps you? What keeps you playing? Um, well, one is I still enjoy actually the playing side of things. I still enjoy getting out there and playing. Um, and two is like it's probably like the the, the sort of club and friendship side of it. I know it probably sounds a bit cheesy, but really like. It's being able to hang out with like some of your best mates every weekend, you know, and you know, just being able to you know, pull on a jersey with them and have a few beers and laughter. That's kind of what keeps me coming back. And and like like I think I miss like when I don't play, I miss being like being competitive. I miss like trying to competing in a way, I guess. Yeah, good answer. Like it. Um, and yeah. Anyway, so you've 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 still playing now Premier Rugby at Varsity, vice captain as well. Um, good stuff, but also picked up a bit of a coach coaching role with the legends this year. Tell us about that. How did that happen? Yeah, well, Ty Tyrone, our, our, our captain of the Premier team, he was coaching. He did a bit of coaching for them last year, and um, I know I think I kind of wanted to. I, I probably wanted to get into coaching a little bit. And I know that, that those guys, like a good bunch of guys, but they probably Jim Big Jim probably could have used a bit of a hand. Um, and then but he does a, Big Jim does a, Big Jim does an awesome job. Like, I can't speak highly of what he does with those boys. But um, yeah, I think maybe it was good for me to come in and maybe a bit more of a technical side to some things. But um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. They're they're a seriously great bunch of guys. They like they never complain. They work. They go balls to the wall at training every training. Um, 
and I think I think we're actually we're getting better and we're building we're building quite nicely. I think we just need the toughest thing for, for us is those uni holidays just strip our team and exams just strip the team. I'm sure they do it to a few other teams, but our team one they seems to be especially we you know during those times we we struggled to put out like 16, 17 guys. And I think if we had consistency of players every week, we'd start actually putting putting a few more results on the park. That's probably the thing. But because the guys they learn and they get better, like they really they really they're like sponges, man. They're, they're great. They're great to be part of. Yeah, it's pretty a young team, John. Yes, yeah, yeah, real young. A couple of school leavers this year. Um, Josh McCarty and, and Ollie Jackson Lou. I think they both played in the backs and they've become they're moving to the forwards. And I think they're school leavers, but they've turned out to be something like a couple of the better guys in the team. Yeah. Just like gutsy, just get out there and a bit of mongrel, which is what you kind of need in '85. So, yeah, big time. Yeah. We um, when the old boys obviously we, old boys was originally a school leavers team completely. And then we went through those uni years, you know, five or six years, and yeah, same thing. One week you'd just be hit, you'd have a full squad. Next week, both fucking fourteen yeah. players. Um, but you just have to keep them boys together. And then when when they sort of come out of that, it's fucking the boy. They're older. They they've been playing. It'll be it'll pay dividends in the end. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what you can see, especially in the '85s grade. The better teams are those guys that like are probably in their mid to late twenties. You know, they're yo pros or that their, their trades and doing same for a while and, and like even though it's the same weight there's a different kind of strength that comes with with getting a bit older um and i think like you said if we can keep this group together we just add a couple you know you you, you get more guys as that as that sort of sticks around and you know i'm hoping to see the legends become a bit more of a force to be reckoned with in the 85s grade going forward yeah no so there's obviously a big good decent vibe this year do you think you'll you'll keep a few of them together next year as well yeah, I hope so. I think there's been, there's been a real good vibe. Like they said, they definitely they definitely know how to enjoy themselves off the pitch. They definitely varsity in, in that regard, you know, which is um which is always good. Um, but I hope I hope they do stick around and then all keep playing together because I think I think they're just maybe two or three pieces away from being part of that you know that that sort of chasing group or that middle group to actually get a few and like being capable of upsetting a good team and then consistently beating teams around that sort of mid to lower table. Yeah, nice. Is um is Big Jim put a contract in front of you for next year for coaching? <laughs> no, we haven't discussed anything for next year. No, no, no. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm I'm not quite sure what what will happen next year. I really don't know. Um, you know, because there's still this year to go. You know, I'm still thinking about yeah up this year, and then yeah, you know, how it all goes. And at the end of at the end of at the end of every season, you're like, oh, I'm not doing it again. And then a couple of months comes by, and you're like, should I miss uh should I miss being around the fellas and stuff like that? So yeah, well, what do you enjoy the most out of uh, coaching as opposed to playing? I think it's probably the, the bigger picture stuff. I think that's probably what I kind of enjoy it. And I, I actually, like, it's a shame because we can't get to as many of their games, but watching them play and when you see them, like, when you see them apply stuff that, that you've kind of tried to work on, it's actually really, it's really fulfilling. It's probably more fulfilling than most stuff that happens as a player. Yeah. So I feel like as a player, you get like, these little wins that happen in a game and sometimes things happen so quick, you don't really know what's really going on. But when you're coaching, you can kind of see everything that's happening. Yeah, it's pretty erotic when you get something that set yeah. piece or something like that. Just exactly. you know, whether it's yeah. a backs move or a set line adder or something you've been working on all week, you know, work you're just like holy heck. Yeah, and you think like oh, it's like um, it's like playing golf. You know, you hit that one good shot at the end of the round. You're like, I'm playing again. But when that one yeah. thing happens, it's like oh shit, I'm, they're, they're actually listening. This is great. Yeah, next we'll line it, they fucking tits it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is frustrating at times though. I'll tell you that much, but. It's good. Yeah. They're a great bunch of guys. I can't speak highly enough of them. They're, they're a dream to, to coach. They really are. 
You don't reckon you might um, do the shred again and end up in a Legends jersey next season? Yeah, I thought this, I thought this was a question with Callan. Um, <laughs> nah, I, I don't think I, I... I know that I, if I really wanted to, I, I probably could lose that weight. Um, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to contender for the next few years at least. I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know. I sort of, if, if Andy Ireland's still playing at the age of, uh, what, 30, 33 or 34, however, like in the next sort of four years, I might think about it. Good man. Good on you. That's um, probably he probably he probably will be actually. So that's probably cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably will be. Yeah. So you've obviously had a bit of experience in eighty fives and Premier League now. What do you? What's kind of I guess in a good and bad way? What surprised you about eighty um, fives coming in? You know, what were the good things? What were the things that were a bit frustrating? Well, I mean, my very first carry in eighty fives grade, I was probably a little bit complacent, and it was a preseason game against old boys, and I sort of ran a little bit nonchalantly and the sort of stocky Welshman got underneath me and sort of drove me back a little bit. Um, and I was like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think I was complacent after that. Cause I was sort of like, well, you got to sort of earn it. Like this, that was sort of, I guess, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but it was sort of a thought of like, you know, you actually got to try play proper rugby. If you want to be successful, you can't just, you can't just come in. And then it's sort of like a realization that you've lost weight to get there. So you're the same size as everyone else here, you know, yeah. like, no one's bigger than anyone in kind of eighty fives, and in real in reality, there's obviously some guys that are a big eighty five. But all, all those collisions, eh? That's what I'm trying to explain to like yeah. um, our guys down here that never played it, but interested in this national cup thing. And um, you know, they're like, oh yeah, looking forward to doing, you know, going back down to playing eighty fives and playing guys their own size. It's like, yeah, but everyone's the same size you go hunting for collisions and it's body on body. And sometimes like, it's hard to get that technique, right? Like I know um, when we did the play, the open weight teams for, for girls, suddenly the way people tackled and things like that, it, it would take probably about 20, 30 minutes for our guys to, to realize that they needed to tackle around the legs and, and, and change it. And then you go back and play the 85s guys and it's still just hunting those collisions. Yeah. That's why that's, I think that's probably the same thing. Like I said, that, that surprised me about the grade was that, the sort of ferocity that the boys would, would fly into shit. Like you said, sometimes technically it wasn't amazing. Sometimes it was, but shit, man, like fly into rucks, like they fly into tackles. Like it was like these, everyone was sort of playing with like this chip on their shoulder. Like that was the way I could describe it. Like everyone was flying into shit. And it was, it was, it was yeah, that was probably the most surprising thing. But no, it was good for me to have a lesson on my very first carry. I have to say. <laughs> so, I, there's a lot of little man syndromes in the, uh, in the yeah. enterprise grade A. Eh? Yeah. A lot of lot of angry little men, but mm. the um, something I from pl playing open rugby my whole sort of junior life and then going to eighty fives. Even though I wasn't any bigger than anyone else, having the confidence from playing open grade, did you find that? Like, yeah. Even though you know, you are no bigger, you just you back yourself a bit more. Yeah, there, there was almost that. like a physical confidence sort of thing. There was that again, but then like there was also the worry that some dudes was going to absolutely skin me. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you are right. There was probably a bit, bit of a, maybe, maybe a bit more confidence in that. Um, and also, like, I also had a lot of confidence in the guys around me as well. I think there was, like, when, when I realised I was playing with pretty good rugby players as well, you know, like, you, you kind of trust a system a little more and you're pretty confident within that system yourself. That helped, I think, massively. Like, it wasn't just, like, wasn't a free-for-all. We were, we were, you know, we were, we were playing with some pretty good guys. I mean, Luke Wisniewski played a pretty high level of rugby. He was pretty talented we had some good guys around us like it was one of the things the nzr sort of have um identified as the like intelligence of 
80, the 85 scrum, like the rugby heads and, and amongst it. Is one of the things that sort of someone mentioned to me was like, it's so much fun to coach because guys actually pick things up really quickly around structures and, and bits and pieces. I remember when we did go into that first Gulls meeting and Big Ted sort of went through the structures and wrote them up on the whiteboard. There was a little bit of stress. I think you might have been one of them of how exactly we might put all that structure together in such a short time. But I think it's sort of one of the cool things about 85s is there is all those rugby heads and everyone does pick it up you know, relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, like you're right. Like there's there's so much. There's, like, there is probably a... a a bigger level of intelligence on average, probably through the 85s grade in a team than there is in the premier team, maybe. Um, but then again, I'd say your average premier team age-wise is younger than your average 85 yeah. team. Yeah. Like these these guys that have played 85s, like most of the good teams, that they're in there, like I said, they're a little bit older and they're, they're not as phased by things, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, no, it's massive, eh? Premier, like the average premier age is probably like 22 or 23, you know, like, which has probably changed a lot. And I'd like to know what the average age of the, of the squids is or like the, the, the Ponsonby team or, you know, old boys. Are like, cause I'd say that those guys are the teams that have been around for the longest. You've probably got that at your fingertips, don't you, Oh, yeah, it's funny. We actually ran those stats the other day, John. Uh, yeah. Leg Legends of the youngest, 21 and a half. Yeah. Average. The oldest teams, the old boys, are I think almost 27. Yeah, see, there you go. Like, they're not going to be too, they're not going to be too flustered if you change something on them or like chuck them a, Checking the structure they need to learn, like they'll probably just knuckle down and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff, John. Well, enough about that. I think there's, you know, you're, you're a many, you're a man of many talents on the field, but I know a lot of our listeners be wanting to hear about your uh, your off-field talents as well. I, for one, <laughs> have, have, have learned the hard way that you've got a, you know, you've got a special ability to to go long into the night. So we put the question out, obviously, to the to the audience. Got a few uh, few questions. We'll start with a few of the more PC ones. Pros and cons of, of the grade moving away from analogs and towards vapes. Um, I think the pros is there's probably there's more of them around. You know, it's more. I think it's, there's probably it's added a bit more of a social side. I think to, to that to that side of things. Yeah, good answer. Um, the cons would be germs, for one <laughs> massive con. Yeah. Um, and also the, the other con is probably non-smokers are now sort of really getting into the, the vapes. You know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But um. We don't, well, I guess we'll find out in 30 years how bad they are for you. But for now, for now, the change rooms are full of just clouds. Yeah, Johnny Clouds, one of your, one of your mini nicknames. <laughs> how are you enjoying your positional switch to lock? Shortest lock I've seen in the premier grade. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all good. I don't really, I don't really mind it, um, to be honest. That's it's where I played in 2017, um, funny enough. So it's sort of like back to the roots in a way. <laughs> as long as we've got our big tight head prop, Play in the front row, I think you can get away with playing me at lock. But nah, it's been all good. Lock's a funny position. You can sort of like kind of not really do much throughout the game. And but if people don't see you, they think you've done a hard day's work, so they just tell you, you had a good game at lock. So you know you can just sort of yeah. Yes, that's nice. Yeah, yeah but no, good, good honest work, you know, like that's for sure. Yeah, if I didn't see you, you had a good game for sure. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Uh what about who who for your off field starting five, who would who would it compose of? Yeah, good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna take in no particular order. Yeah, I've got to have. Um, and your skipper, you're skippering the off-field five, obviously. But so I got five others, or just me and me and four. Oh, you and four. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take I'll take I'll take my mate Fingers. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's really shown promise of late, actually. 
Then I reckon I'll take, I'll take a, a Ponsor. I'll take Jimmy Oliver. Oh, yeah. He's a real man about town. I've seen it. I always see him out. Yeah. I feel like he's, he'd be an asset to that team. Um, TP. Tom, Tom, uh, Tom Pavlovich. What else is interesting? Last one. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take uh, Zeb. Zeb, um, Dr. Lungi Koro. Yeah, nice. Yeah. The doctor. Is he a pharmacist or a doctor? Oh, no, he's a, he's a, he's a doctor. He's a dentist. He's a, he's a dentist. He's a doctor of dentistry. Yeah. yeah. Is it true there's a statue of you at your old school? <laughs> that was surely Ben Bull, but no, 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 there is no statue. Is, is there one in the works? Could we, could we crowdfund one, do you think? I don't I mean, think obviously, you, obviously, you wouldn't be able to start the crowdfunding, but we could start it. <laughs> I don't know if it would get anywhere. Yeah, we can try. It doesn't have to be a big statue. It could be a little, I guess. Yeah, good stuff. We'll um, go for 85 kilo John Neary. Yeah. Save a bit of dog. Yeah. 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 Um, for more of a serious one, who's who's your favorite competitor in the Premier Comp? Who's your favorite opposition to play? Like the team or person? Um, give me the person in the team. Um, my favorite, like is my, the toughest team to play. That's probably a good one. Well, Ponsonby, man. We just they're like a the, the the we can't get the monkey off the back with those guys. They just, they, just find a way to, they just find a way to beat us, unfortunately. Not in all grades, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, obviously, yeah, not in all grades, but yeah, that, that's it. That's it. That's it for us. And then I think there's a... Not the toughest competitor, but there's a number eight who played for Ponson, uh, Papatoi last year and plays for Pakaranga this year, um, Sione Hifo. He's like... Man, he's one of the hardest guys to tackle in Auckland rugby. Just a massive unit, but he can move. He's got these dancing feet that you just... You end up catching air or he'll bump you off. So, yeah, he's a... He's tough to deal with. Does he keep you up at night? Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big. He, he's a big guy, and he can move. That's the worst thing about him. He's, he's like big ass, and he's he's quick. Good man. What about your favorite either end of season or post game do? Ever of all time? Oh, it's got to be the mystery weekend. Squids mystery weekend, I'd say. Does that count? Yeah, it counts. Yeah, fill the listeners yeah, was, in. What you like? Two days of just of just. Just pure friendship, you know, pure pure fun and friendship. Yeah. Did you grab any sleep that weekend or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> yeah, the Sunday. Uh, good stuff. Um, someone said, tell me about the time you came home from a night out and went straight to a Les Mills spin class. <laughs> uh, good, uh, so that was, after, that was Easter Thursday. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we had a bit of a nightmare in Sam Aitken and Tyro and Elkington. Um, and then I sort of come home. We were drinking all night. I sort of came home at like sort of seven, seven thirty, and um, I was sort of trying to prove to my, my partner Ash that I wasn't really, you know, as as that bad, you know. And I was going to be good for the day. And mum and dad come around for like breakfast at nine. I think our flatmate Jen as a joke said, "Do you want to come to a, a sprint class?" And I said, "Yeah," trying to you know prove to everyone that I was all good to go. And it was honestly hellish, but I got through it. Um, it was really tough. But I got it. I did it. And I, I, yeah, it was one of those surreal moments where you're out of your body watching yourself do this ridiculous thing. Hopefully they had the, uh, the defib on standby. Eh? That's, that's heart attack material um, right there. It would have been a tough, um, would have been a tough class for everyone else. I would have been stinking of alcohol, sweating it out. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Hey, I'll take you, I'll take you um, uh, out from under the spotlight for a second, John. That's good. Thanks. Good, some good answers there, mate. 
But we'll, we'll do a quick wrap of uh, the results from over the weekend. As, as the fellas mentioned earlier, there was some uh, pretty tight games. Um, there was a few comebacks in there. And the, the ladder is shaping up nicely. But um, oh, you, we'll might as well start with you, actually, John. Yeah. I, I know the I know the legends were up 16 0 at half time yeah. and they've they've gone down 19-16 to pack. What's sort of what what sort of went on there? Well, I wasn't actually at the game, but Ty was there. We gave a bit of a rundown. So we started off with a bit of a hiss and a roar, sort of and we played with a bit of a win. Um in our 10, I think kicked kicked the kick really well. You sort of found territory, you know, had a great first half. Um, I think Pack were trying to get their game going, but our our defense was pretty good, which it can be at times. You know, when the boys are firing up on defense, they're pretty tough to deal with. Um, so we, I think we ended up being 13 at half time, and sort of lucky, unlucky not to be further ahead. So after I think we were on their line quite a bit towards the end of that first half, but despite I think extending the lead to 16 nil, the Pack finished strong and uh, took the game 19 19 16. I think the legends basically. I think we only had twenty players with the corn and a few ringing. So basically, I think we just ran out of gas. That's probably what it sounds like to me. Pretty disappointed, the guys. But I think I think that first one's not far away, to be honest. Yeah, uh, got a, got, a, got a couple more games left, mate. And get there. Yeah, very good. Um, and then we went uh, out to Marist. Uh, it was a double header national comp and Auckland eighty fives comp. It was Marist first Stets. Stets got up thirty one eight. Rodders, have you got a got the oil on that one? Yeah, I obviously didn't get to see any footy this weekend, but um, had a chat with Josh before. Um, he said he wasn't at the game either, so Gio was uh, Gio was at the helm. Um, yeah, first half, they, the Marist boys came out firing, heaps of fizz like they did against us last week. Um, uh, pretty close right up until the break, and then DC scored two quick tries, like bang, bang. Um, and then uh, it was sort of mostly DCs in the second half. Um with Maris coming back to score a late try, bit of ticker at the end. So uh, I think Josh's pretty disappointed for the boys, just that they didn't do the 80 minutes like they did last week. But um, yeah, pretty pretty tough opposition in, in the DCs. Eh? Yeah, we're coming home with a wet sail, the DCs. Right, and then moving out to Waiheke, um, I saw a couple of, uh, a couple of bit of Instagram content of uh, the pilot on the backseat of the bus on the way to the Waiheke ground. Looks like they got up 32 zip. Looked like they were having a few jars on the way over. Yeah, I, I really didn't mind that. No. Yeah. I wonder if I the that... pilot um, has a pals before he does the trans-Tasman. Yeah. God, he's... I mean, I'm, I'm losing sleep thinking about this weekend, to be honest, but we'll get to that soon. No, I, um, I had a chat with John, obviously. Um, he sent me through some good videos. I'll flick into the chat for you boys to have a, have a laugh at. Yeah, heaps of culture. Started strong. Um, and then apparently the, the Waiheke bench got not only bigger in size but um more and more of them kept turning up apparently so <laughs> <laughs> i think uh they ended up with a sort of a open weight side by the end of it but um all in all bloody good day the club went off i got a good video of them all dancing around to the road sandstorm with a live drum set or something so yeah it looked like looked like a good outing for everyone really they were in full send mode on the gram at about six o'clock because I remember I was sort of just on my way home and checked in on the gram and it's like far out there. They were in full scene singing, fist pumping. It was uh, good to see. Do they do they find any reserves, the Fars, or did they just play that out with 15? No, I think they ended up with a few extras, but John John has also put a second note telling me to back to back the Fars 13 plus against the squids this weekend as a side note. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Fair enough. On history. And then we went to Cox's Bay, Hussies versus Squids. Squids got up 8-3. Do you want to cover that anything on that Smurf or I'm happy to? Yeah, yeah, I'll chime in if, with uh, whatever I've heard, but it sounds like the small, narrow field that you guys just battered the shit out of each other for 80 minutes. Yeah, that's probably a pretty fair way to sum it up. I don't think um, the, con- the conditions, it, was, yeah, it wasn't it was actually, it wasn't bad at the start of the game, but a bit of rain came down, wind picked up. Um, the conditions combined with a smaller field just led to, yeah, just a lot of heavy collisions in the middle of the park, um, which was good for the purists in me, but um, as a spectacle, probably, you know, People people came down wanting to see some tries. They weren't going to get that. Um, so yeah, Hussies were up three 0 at half time with a little bit of a breeze. I think it was Aim on the fifteen. He's pretty handy. She slotted one from forty meters and then just missed one from probably the same spot. Um, so they were up three 0 I think both teams probably had a couple of chances in the first half, but I mean a lot of the game between the twenty twos. Probably big moment. Squids kept the Hussies out right at the end of that first half, just with a few pick and goes on our on the Squids own line. Um, so yeah, went to the break. Hussies three, uh, three nil up. Um, and then second half, much of the same really. Pretty physical. I, I must say the the Hussies have definitely done their homework on the Squids. Uh, there've been a few uh, few video cameras at a few of our games potentially, but there was obviously a pretty um pretty clear plan in a, in a few in a few uh, areas of the game but that no, was good um jimmy murray directed the hussies around really well i thought ai had a really good game for the squids as well so it was a good good um good competition there and then maddie ward versus is it ty who plays yep. 12 for the hussies yeah, yeah they, they literally just beat the shit out of each other all day i gotta say the game was very clean as well it was just a lot of heavy hits and then helping each other up off the ground after they just deleted someone um so it was good and then yeah we um AI made a little break down the blind side probably after about 20 minutes ago. Fed Shep and Shep managed to score and there was 5-3 and then I think we got a penalty near the end. Um, but yeah, then ended up at the end of the game. The Hussies holding our line again. It was, uh, yeah, it was all on. It was pretty brutal. I'd say um, we've definitely uh, suffered a few, few casualties and probably the Hussies are probably pretty sore as well. So now it was a good game. Don't know, don't know if we will see each other again, but I'd like to see a rematch of that game on a maybe a nice dry day. It'd be good. Be good, be good for both teams, I think, to have that sort of hit out. So um, nice close result. But uh, yeah, week's a long time in footy, so both teams get to get back into it again this week. Yeah, no, it was good. I think player of the day for the Hussies was was it Case? He was epic. Yeah, might have been Case. Yeah, someone, yeah, someone, some, yeah, someone likened him to a, um, a fighter jet just flying out of nowhere and just smoking people. Um, and um, uh, probably the best on pack for us were probably Bobby and CBT in the, in the in the engine room for us. Did some good hard graft. Didn't see them, so obviously had a good game, as you said, John. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then final game of the round was... Oh, uh, sorry, Hutch. With the yeah. open showers, did Jimmy Oliver get nude? No, I actually checked in with Jamie Fully, um, so I just shoot off after the game. I checked in with him and asked him. Um, he said, only a handful in the nude. Very concerning, full stop. <laughs> he didn't comment specifically on Jimmy Oliver, but I dare say if there's one person in jocks, it's probably going to be him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know that, you know, it's, you know, games like that, there's small margins. I know that's all I'm going to say. You know, you, <laughs> you can take every inch you can. Yeah, well, maybe Jack gets some nude tomorrow. Yeah, just the training, just... <laughs> yeah, that no, wouldn't be bad. We do that most Wednesdays. And then Raiders versus Lizards um, on the turf. Uh, Lizards got up 32-22. Smurf, you, hit, you checked in with uh, both the, both the um, 
teams I see. Yeah, yeah, checking with both teams, but sort of yes, similar um, as far as um, the Raiders got up quite early with a couple of quick tries. The Raiders said that uh, Eden pretty clinical in their 22. When they got an opportunity in their 22, they made the most of it. And uh, just before halftime, I think the Eden missed out on a, a try. And then second half, they sort of got away to a couple. And then Raiders came sort of storming back pretty close at the end of the game. Sounds like a, sort of a the Lizards worked a, a long ranger just to sort of take out and blow out the score a little bit. I think relatively close. Close game, but um, yeah, the, the um, for what I hear, Josh Toyer had a had a massive game. He's one guy on the on the turf that's going to be even quicker. So, um, bit of a nightmare to contain. I saw an unofficial um, stat from the one of the Raiders guys unofficially four hundred meters in carries for Josh. So that's pretty impressive, mate. It's anywhere near yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and probably at a reasonable click as well. Yeah, you'd expect so. But Shuey, the result of the Shuey. Yeah, pretty well. The Raiders probably the form team there. They sort of uh, got the job done. I think the Lizards reckon that their shirts were cleaner at the end, but it doesn't really matter when the uh, when the piss is down the gullet, is it? You know, house it, it's all house done house. and dusted. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they didn't teach that at London Irish Academy. Don't know. The Raiders uh, get to sing it for another week. Oh, they'll be loving that. I saw yeah. some pretty good shit off the uh, out at Rifles as well with a, a few uh, WrestleMania clips as well sort of off the maybe off the roof onto a few tables yeah who was what, the um guys that have played the 200th and 100th game i don't know is, is that what you get to do when you play 200 games yeah it was yeah good. those off off the roof onto the onto the tables onto the plastic tables pretty good viewing yeah seen it seen it seen a few videos of it anyway look pretty good yeah that's good culture right eh? i don't mind you that play, you know that's why you play you play you play a job on that, that table <laughs> who yeah. would you pick in the grade wrestlemania wise like you know royal rumble Oh, my money's on Amon from our team. Oh, actually, Amon would be pretty good. I reckon oh, um, he'd kill I'm, someone. I've seen, yeah. I've seen him kill many men. Actually, so. made his um his comeback for a um out of out of retirement. Jamie McLaggan, he he's one guy on the on the piss that uh, res- wrestling wise is just gets three or four times stronger, and also sort of no no holds barred. So yeah, he'd, he'd be not too bad. But yeah, Amon would be pretty ruthless. Pacey, I reckon Pacey sometimes can look like a wrestler from the 80s when he's got his like mullet going and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I reckon um I reckon Snapper from Eden would go like because I mean maybe he'd be more he wouldn't be suited to your actual wrestling, but it's kind of your WWE style like back. Oh yeah, he could be your Ray Mysterio backflip right? off yeah. the top. Yeah, backflip yeah, off sure. the top rope to like body slam be quite nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh maybe a charity thing next year, each team nominates someone for a bit of a Royal Rumble. We could we could probably uh, we could probably take some uh, suggestions from our listeners or from the listener and uh, put together a little fifth starting fifteen of uh, we'll uh, wrestle it like name some wrestlers and put some names to the wrestlers. Good shout, good shout, right? Yeah. This, this podcast just gets better and better, doesn't it? <laughs> just feature after feature, mate. Yeah. Uh, well, that was that was the week that was anyway. And um, I was I was looking at the table before trying to work out what we need to happen this week, but it's just getting very very tight. We've got the squids on top, thirty seven, Hussey second, thirty five, DC's third, thirty one, Eden fourth, twenty seven. Then we've got G Tech on twenty six. Sorry, G Tech old boys. And then the Fars on 23, Raiders on 20, Pack on 15 and 8th, Maris 9th, 8th, Legends 10th on 2, and Waiheke just got the one point in 11th. Um, but yeah, I was trying to work it out before. I'm pretty sure that even down to 7th can still make the top four. 
um, the Raiders. It's basically, you know, you win your last couple of games, you're probably in with a pretty good shot. So, yeah, it's everything to play for this weekend. So we'll go around and we'll do a bit of a preview, fellas, and we'll get some picks off all of you. Looks like the legends are heading out to Marist. Yeah. John, what do you reckon? Mm. We'll go to you first, mate. This is uh, the boys must have circled this one. They're, you're running out of games to circle, mate. This, this is uh, <laughs> yeah, we definitely. I think we definitely have. They're sort of judging, judging by the table, they look to be sort of kind of maybe on par with us. Or, but I, I mean, for us, it depends which Legion team shows up on the day. If we showed up like we did against the against the old boys, I think we'll we'll do them. We'll do probably do probably do a number on them. But yeah, no, I think um. For me, obviously, I'm picking the Legends for this one. We've been building quite nicely. We're sort of starting to get some things together, and I think uh, I think we'll go over to War Memorial Park and, and do the job. Yeah. You, what about you, Rodders? Are you going to disrespect the guest, or what are you what are you thinking? Uh, Be honest, fellas. I don't mind. Yeah, well, I'm in two minds here because I got, you know, I do like Maris, and the way they came at us the other week was unbelievable. Like they were very unlucky not to win that game, but then Legends did the same thing to us, so. Um, I think like what John says, it's who turns up on the day because I think Josh and Johnny having the same problem with their boys, you know, not not getting the same team or the same consistency week in, week out. But um, home team, home field advantage down there. It is sunny. I just checked the weather. But I think I'll go Marist Unders. Sorry, John. That's okay. Nice. What about you, Smith? Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a good game, eh? I think sometimes when you're going to have two teams that both believe they're going to win, I think a little bit sometimes that can be the issue with some of the younger teams. They're good enough, but sometimes they don't have belief that they can actually get over the over the top and they just, yeah, some of the older teams, yeah, just pip them. So I think it's going to be an epic battle or definitely, definitely unders. Um, just because of home ground advantage, I'll go the, the mob. It's a shit of a place to play. Um, I'm going legends unders. Come on, there fellas. This Come is on. the week. This is the week. This uh, is the week. I've got to say, I mean, Smurfs well on top of the tipping comp at the moment. Um, so you, you, you probably put your money there. But come on, the legends—they've got it in them. They've got it in them. They do. Uh, and then we've got uh, Waiheke versus Peck. Looks like um, Waiheke get home for a change. Um, Peck heading over on the boat by all accounts. What do we reckon, fellas? Smurf. Yeah, like I just think logistically, like do you start taking the Half Moon Bay Ferry or do you drag into town and take a Fuller's? I think they're probably some of the big questions as well. Yeah, I think I think Pack will 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 get this this one. Uh, Darren, it's just such licorice, all sorts. You don't really know. Maybe thirteen plus, but looking forward to the uh, second ha- the second half onslaught from Waiheke, where uh, yeah, every man and his dog gets out for a trot. It's good though. It's good for it's good to get some boys on the park. You know, no matter what they yeah, work. absolutely. Yeah. What about you, John? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think um, some pretty good points. Yeah, I guess it depends. If Waiheke shows up with their prems and, and trots them out, then they might be in with a shot. Um, but I think I'll take Pat. I'm taking them unders. I reckon Waiheke are going to be, you know, they, they, they might have circled this one, you know, like the Legends have. They said, hey, we can, can maybe surprise these guys. And then the oysters taste that, taste that much better, I think. So. Oh, do, do you reckon, uh, you, yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Do you reckon you get more oysters if you, uh, if you throw the game? Well, I think you might. You know, I think it's probably worth it. I mean, you know, where's the season sitting for the Taipans? You know, how much do they like seafood? That's the question. Yeah, that's true. Big questions. Uh, Rodder's thoughts? Yeah, pretty much the same as the boys, eh? Um, probably go pack-unders, you know. Home home field advantage for the for the Island boys, but then pack are hitting some form, eh? So, yeah, unders for pack. Fair enough. Um, and, fellas, give me hickey-unders. They've got one in them. 
House rules, mate. No weigh-ins. It's on this weekend on The Rock. <laughs> Heard it here first. Every week, I am just so devastated we didn't get to have the Waiheke trap and I got didn't get to play. Ugh, every week. You were away on a dirty weekend anyway, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah. But that's- <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to do a dirty weekend, you want a Waiheke, wine, oysters, aphrodisiac, yeah. you're away, mate. Exactly. You just get your weekends mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And then we've got um, Faz versus Squid at Oreki. Smith, your thoughts? I would really hope the Faz to do another number on you. How, how's the casual reward? Is Samir's team um, giving too much away? Maybe. Uh, no, no, no. We'll be pretty honest. We're a little bit banged up. Nothing too serious. But yeah, it will be a slightly different team, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think the Squiddies will. Uh, They've sort of shown with that Eden game that a uh, bit of a revenge, a uh, bit of fire in the belly is a little bit dangerous. So it pains me to say it, but I think the Squiddies might get up 13 plus. But um, I really, really hope that the pilot and the student just are soaring and then uh, just educating you on um, footy. Yeah, the student will be diligent for sure. Um, what about you, John? Um, no, I'm taking Squids 13 overs. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty. This quiz don't need much more motivation than than any sort of revenge game. That's something I've learned. Um, so yeah, I think I think it could be it could be a bloodbath. They get on there early, you know. Bit of a bath, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad place to go play on a sunny day. So conditions should be good. I know they've got they've got a few they've got a few wily outsides as well. But I think across the board, the squids might just have them, and and, and hopefully it's a bit of a bloodbath. Yeah. Rodders, you'll be back in the fars. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, John's, John's promised me uh, one hell of a performance this weekend from the fars, so uh, we'll go 13 plus, why not? You never know. I think if they, uh, if the boys play the right game, they've got the players, they're hearty, they got, they got the talent now, it's just whether they can play the right game plan, play in the right areas of the field and stop you guys playing so much. So I think uh, basically do the opposite of what the old boys said. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> Then you might be all right. So yeah, come on, come on the fars, up the fars. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take squids overs as I usually do, but oh fuck, makes me nervous. Always, <laughs> always makes me nervous playing the fars these days. After last year's, but yeah, hope the boys get up. Um, and then we're into a pretty big game: Raiders versus Old Boys. Um, Raiders, basically, I mean, both teams really needed this is must win. I think for both teams, you don't win this, yeah. You could be relying on other results. So Raiders, old boys, looks like it's on the turf, Rodders. We'll start yep. with you. Yeah, away at, away at Rifles. So um, there's mixed feelings about that. Like half, half, we've got a few boys that really love it, love the love the speed of it. You know, I know when I played on it, it, does, it feels smaller. I don't know why why that is, but it uh, feels is smaller, it? feels faster. But yeah, I think we've got bolstered numbers, had a week off. We've missing, been missing guys for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, we got Joey, Joey fit again. So I think, yeah, I think the boys are definitely going to do it. I'm going to go 13 plus as well because I, I just think we'd do a good one. Yeah. What about you, Smith? Yeah, I think it's got a, it's going to have a pretty big bearing on the game, really. You can't really afford to lose at Rodders. You probably need the five points as well. Interesting game. Might have to let the ball get a bit more air. No, I'll back your boys to get it done. I think it'll be unders, though. I think it'll be unders. I think that Raiders that Raiders four patch real hardy always is, and um, they've got a good ten by all accounts as well. Eh? like run runs the runs the game. Yeah, really well. 
kicks yeah, the goals. Yeah. So. I don't think you're any chopping the in the shoey though, Rodders. No, God, I was watching them on the weekend. I eh? just thinking, just thinking about our boys who who could go versus who, and we just run out of firepower. I think, but yeah, get, know. It gets pretty lonely up there if you if you're a couple of glasses behind. Eh? You, yeah. you don't want to be. It doesn't. You don't want that to be you. We might have two. We might have two or three boys that are up there, but then I just don't think we've got the extra. Who's that guy that the Raiders have got anchoring? Because oh man, he is he's quick. He doesn't spill met... a drop either. Nah, it just goes it's as quick as you can pour it. Just yeah. down. I really enjoyed watching that. Um, what about you, Neri? What do you reckon? Um, oh, I'm gonna take uh G Tech um unders for a number of reasons. I think you, you said the average age before 27. I think the experience of knowing it's a must-win game. <laughs> They'll get that done, and, and you know I've got a, I've got a couple of good mates in there. I always think my mate Jordan Palm is going to have a real big lock. Is he playing, by the way? Yeah, yeah, Palms is fit. Well, there you so, go. He'll uh, do a big locks performance. He'll do the do the work. He'll muscle up. Hopefully. Yeah. We need to fire him up. Yeah. Well, this is me doing it right now. So, <laughs> Palms, if you're listening, fire up, mate. Detect <laughs> one one to twelve. Yeah. Shut up. Um, and I'm going to go against the ground again, boys. Raiders unders for me. Um, sorry, Rodos, but every every week you always do this right at the end. Try and get a, get me all wound up just before the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm not trying to wind you up, mate, but I think the, I just think the Raiders have been there or thereabouts. The, I don't know. It's it's a hard to play. It's gonna be it's good. This is like a this is like a finals game. This is great. I wish I could, I wish I could go and watch it. It'd be good. Um, but we'll be having the same conversations we had at uh, halftime against Maris and. Fuck, if we don't win this, we're out, boys. So fucking dig in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be good. It'll be a good watch. It'll be a good watch. And then last game of the round, we've got Hussies versus Eden. Looks like it's at Eden. Um, the the gr- Gribblehurst? I don't know if it's a Gribblehurst. It's just Eden listed first. So it could be May Road of all places. But yeah. It says uh, Gribblehurst Park on the on Tribe. So. Oh, nice. What do you reckon, Smurf? Boys going to bounce back? Yeah, the boys will be pretty fizz for this, eh? I think the boys, uh, I guess like a few of the teams, point to prove after the National Cup last year. So I think the boys will be pretty pretty excited to get back into it. Also coming off the, the loss last week. So, yeah, I think the, the, the boys will, will have a bit of bit of firepower and, and get into it 13 plus. So Yeah, I think there'll be a bit of bit of a bit of bite in the back from the Hussies after because the last time you played them was, was the National Cup, was it? The, quarter, the quarterfinal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, in the quarter. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we played pretty well for 40 minutes, but that is one new game. So, <laughs> yeah, as, as we all found out. What about you, Neri? Uh, I'm going to take Pontus to be Hustlers 13 plus. I reckon that, you know, they're going to bounce back after a loss. The good teams, good teams generally react to those sort of losses pretty well. I think the Hustlers are pretty, pretty sharp. And uh, obviously, there's a bit of a, you know, everyone's still. A little bit sore on Eden after last year. I think Ponsby has waited this long to get to take it out on them. I think that'll be a lot of the, the rhetoric at training will be around that. And so it should be. So yeah, I think I think um another another bloodbath. Hopefully. Yeah. Nice. Rodders. Yeah, boys, that, that team talk eh, writes itself. It's uh yeah. How it doesn't it doesn't take much more to fizz you up when you've got ammo like that in the uh, loaded in the gun, ready to go. But um yeah, let's go Husty Sealing Plus, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow your orders. I reckon it's going to be a bath, absolute bath, 13 plus hussies. If they can put, I mean, providing they put on a pretty similar team to 
to what we played on Saturday, oh, I can't. I mean, no disrespect to Eden, but that it's a that's a good Hussies team. Um, if they can get some good conditions, then um, they'll be pretty hard to contain. So yeah, I reckon thirteen plus, maybe more. But um, yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, everyone's kind of got must-win games still. If you no one's sort of locked in a position anywhere on the table, so Eden got plenty to play for, so they'll be up for it too. So it should be a good one. So anyway, that's a bit of a wrap on the week, fellas. Really starting to take shape now. The Dets have got the week the week off. They'll be watching the results pretty closely as well, sitting in third. Um, I know their last game's against the Raiders, so the Raiders get up this weekend. They'll be sweating on it. Uh, so yeah, should be good. Um, but yeah, just to finish off, John, we've got a couple of quick fire questions for you, mate. Yep. Um, I'm sure you have some great answers here to, to entertain <laughs> the fans or the fan. Yeah. Um, best showers in Auckland 85's rugby on the circuit? Um. Haven't had all of them, but I, I'm going to say the like the the ones underneath GTEC there, where it's sort of the, that central shootout, and you really it's really social. You're just sort of all facing each other. You know that one? Yeah, mate. Yeah, love it. Yeah, it's I even, really like that one. I think it's, it's real, even, good, real good, real good for conversation. You know, real real good for that sort of stuff. Quite often, there's about 10, 15 plastic chairs in there, so you can you know even just get a little little bit of circle time going. It's beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. So that that was one of my favourites. I thought. Yeah, even like the even like the tackle pads and stuff are in there. Eh? It's just it's, everything's in there. It's just it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it reminds you of rugby. Yeah, they're not always the hottest. They're not, you know, they're not always the most consistent. It's a bit of camaraderie there, so yeah. pretty good. And you're a jocks off man, John, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't even I, I won't I won't do you the service of even asking that. Yeah. What about club with the best food? <laughs> well, before before old mate went to jail, it was probably varsity. <laughs> um, Oh, actually, you know, we have something pretty good last time. Uh, I'm gonna, I think at Ponce we had a real nice cheesy lasagna one time. I really enjoyed that, actually. Just real warm, hearty one after after the meal. But now, nah, Vasa used to do great food before Brawl made uh, got, got done for all tax evasion and now the, now the chef's gone. But that's another story. Yeah, it's a story for, no, it's a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think every every club's got some dodgy bastard who's gone to jail for something. Eh? Yeah. But yeah, fuck me, he could make a burger though. Yeah, he could. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. It was us before. He yeah. could make a hell of a burger. Yeah, yeah. He'd be here. Oh, it's a good skill to have inside, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we put him burger. You want to be as close to the knives as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys could campaign for him to be on day release on Saturdays. Come do some community work. We can do that. Oh, good enough problems, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about pre-match um, fizz up song or ritual, John? You got anything? I know you'd like a bit of a, a coffee pre-game. Are you always hunting coffee dates? What? Yeah, I, I'm very much a pre-game coffee kind of guy. I don't really have a fizz up song. I might, I don't know. I find them a little bit. Uh, like, I feel like I'm tricking. I find them a bit funny, you know. Like I don't know. I, I, I prefer just to sort of sh just chat with the fellas and talk about anything else, and then get out there and and, and, do, and just do it. Yeah, I don't really have a pretty much um, fizz up. But the ritual would definitely be having a coffee. That's for sure. Having a coffee and then get there, have a couple couple lolly aeroplanes, and you go watch whatever games around. Is it still a, a long black, or you treat yourself to something maybe you know no. with a bit of milk in it now? Still long black, I think. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. I don't really like drinking milk before running around and playing. You know. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, I actually just chucked this one in here, but um, what's your ideal post match? So game finishes at what premier game finishes at four thirty. What's yeah. your What's your ideal play by play? Wow, few beers in the change room, talk shit, but of good music. Um, we sing the song because we've won, obviously. 
Um, then going to the showers. There's a group of us that shower nude. I'll wait for those guys. We all go to shower. Then you come back, you get changed, speeches, food. Um, then stay at the club, watch a bit of footy there. Then uh, back in the day, back to Otahuri. That would be my ideal post-match. Otahuri park up for the night and then just that's, that, that'd be me. Otahuri Road was a flat that we used to we used to go to after every game, but there's a couple of players, Henry Saker and Kemal Busby, that really let the team down and haven't really invited the guys around, you know. Um, it's a legacy flat, so they're really letting the club down as a whole, to be honest. I'm being honest. I knew there was so, I knew there was something different about this year. Yeah, you know, so that would be it. Yeah. Club is Otahuri. That's the best that's the best post match you can have. Yeah, like it. Like it. Keep it simple, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the best on field uh, play you played in the grade in your times in eighty fives? I remember, I do remember thinking that um, Casey from Ponsonville was, I've always thought he's been pretty tough to play. He's was up there and just gets around a lot. I remember him being one of the better guys that we played against. Um, there's probably too many to, to kind of name, to be honest. There's all, all guys have kind of made an impact in a different, in a different kind of way. Sorry, uh, the guy, uh, remember um, Mitch Keane? Oh, yeah, he was yeah. good. He was pretty good, man. The Rhino. Does he still play? Nah, I think he's yeah. too, busy, too busy with work. But yeah, we, we nicknamed, him, nicknamed him the Rhino at, at the goals, eh? Because he just yeah. runs in head first. Yeah, man, he was good too. He was tough. Yeah. Real tough. So we had a few... I to meet him on the streets. Yeah, he's a couple... Even like some guys from old boys, yeah. like Rodders was always tough as well. And then um, Mikey Lawton as well was good. Like there was some pretty keen players. I'm glad I wasn't around to play against Jared Martinovich. I think when I watched a few of him play 85s, he looked like he was tough to deal with, to be honest. That game, at, that game at Varsity, I think it was televised. It was probably our worst performance. And not only that, it was probably his best game. You just, yeah. could, you just couldn't tackle him. You just can't. Yeah. He's just so erratic and powerful and he's all leggy and you can't get hold of him. Yeah, he's, uh, some, some of the boys call him the Widowmaker in our team. Shit, man. He, he hits yeah. a rough like loads of money as well, man. He flies in real hard. Fast yeah. hard. And, yeah. and I'll, I'll probably say bags as well. The 10 for the debts was... He almost stole that game from us when I played them. He played really well. He's 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 got to be up there with one of the best guys I played in the grade. Yeah, rumor has it he's coming back. Yeah. Um, what about best off-field player you've come across in the grade jump? You would have um, a, a lot of experience in this regard, and obviously yeah. you're very high standards. I mean, I always have in the, at the squids. I always have my mate uh, Joey Peters, um, but he's not really around anymore. He was always good to go with. Um, but then, you know, you'd have, you'd have like, your Tim Hickson's, you know, they're great off-field. And Johan's great off-field. Um, I've mentioned Jimmy Oliver um, from another team. Maybe the best. Oh, that's tough. I mean, Tom Peppers, which is great off the field, but uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'll call him the best, and I'll tell him that. I'll tell that to his face. Um, that's a tough one. Best off-field. That's all right, mate. We don't want to... I might give it... I'm going to give it, I'm gonna give it to... I'm going to give it to, uh, to Fingers. Oh, all right. He's, he's, locked, he's locked in with me many a time, and I've got to give him his respect for that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. good, to, good to put a name on it, and it would mean, yeah. mean a lot for him coming from you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, good man. Uh, well, well, thanks very much for coming on the pod, John. It was good to no. chew the fat with you, mate. No, all good. good to, thanks good for having to, me, guys. Yeah, good luck this weekend. Hopefully uh, the boys got in the park this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully we get to play, at least. Should be a good game. Have you got uh, Manico? Yeah, yeah. See a hundred is it the hundred the hundred and twentieth or something, isn't it? Yeah, the Jubilee Day, so that'll be fired up. It's, it's quite good, you know. It should be a bit of a test. Geez, I have the old Warriors drums out and all sorts, probably. 
Uh, there's some big boys as well. I was watching some of their footage earlier today. They're, they're pretty big, so it's going to be good fun. Yeah, brace yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, good stuff. Smurf, good luck for your footy. Rodders, you good luck yep. as well, mate. Good luck right. for you, Smithy Smurf, yeah. Yep. Go well, boys. All the best, eh? Yeah. Good, good, stuff, boys. Good to see you, John. <laughs>